Hey friends, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. I'm Rob Kosberg, and every week I show you how to use a best-selling book to grow your income and your impact. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, I recorded a short video explaining our trademarked process at beginmybook.com. Uh, what I'm going to share with you today is really um, a compilation of things that I've learned from other people, uh, things like uh, Mark Ford, his pen name, Michael Masterson, uh, worked with Agora, a uh, fantastic writer and speaker, uh, Jim Rohn, of course, who's a legend, uh, things I've learned from him, and even more recently, Scott Adams, uh, the Dilbert creator. Uh, he's written some really fantastic books that you should read. The book they wrote a few years ago is, is called How to Fail at Almost Everything and Still Win Big, and he talks about goal setting in that book, and he actually says goal setting is for losers, and uh, which that's a little harsh maybe, but I get it. I get what he's saying. His idea is that, well, his quote, I wrote it down, is goal-oriented people constant or exist in a state of continuous pre-success failure because goal-oriented people are focused on this outcome that in many cases is a year away or in the in the sense of long-term goals could be three or five years away there's there's Bob uh, hanging out to listen in on my goal setting um, and and so there's this constant sense of I haven't achieved my goal I haven't achieved my goal and then you, and when you do Oftentimes, it's anticlimactic. So instead, what he says is that systems people succeed every time they apply their system. So the thing that Scott Adams focuses on, and the thing that I've actually found great success for my life personally, is setting up systems in your life that move you toward the goals and the achievements uh, that you want to um, add to your life. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about all of these things, and again, kind of my own personal thinking and what I do, which is a, a compilation of, of various things. So first and foremost, there's a, a couple of, of different types of goals um, in one sense, anyway. One is what I would call long-range or life goals, and those are things that I'm going to call three to five years and even further out, okay? Those could be goals that you have that have to do with uh, maybe your retirement or a certain amount of, of uh, income that you want to have at a certain time of your life way down the road or maybe exiting a business or who knows, um, something completely outside of what you're doing right now or it could be within what you're doing right now. I'm not going to focus on those, though what I'm going to share with you today and what I do will apply, I think, really, really well to the long-term goals. The other type of goal I'll call the one-year goal or the resolution, right, as in famous New Year's resolution. Now, the stats on New Year's resolutions aren't very good. In fact, statistically, I think it's uh, over 90% of people uh, fail at and ultimately give up on their New Year's resolutions within the first couple of weeks of actually setting them. And I think that that actually um, – you know, goes along with the thinking of Scott Adams that really what you need to be thinking about doing instead of just having, you know, kind of a fantasy goal is you need to have a system in place to feel good about the achievements that you're making on a regular basis and ultimately to achieve what it is that you set out to do. So I want to give you kind of a, a multi-step process that I do and I'm even going to kind of 
I'll just show you my notebook and, and I'm doing this over the next couple of days. If you haven't done this, it doesn't matter. You can, you can do this today, this weekend, whenever you want. Uh, it's not like just because it's the first of the year tomorrow that you've already, you're already behind. Uh, that, that would be a foolish way to think about it. But here are the, the three steps that I take. And then I'm going to break down uh, individually in these steps as well. Number one is to reflect on the past year. Remember, we're talking short-term goals or we're talking one-year goals and resolutions. Reflect um, on uh, your achievements of the past year. And when I say your achievements, um, I'm going to add to that the things that you accomplished, that you set out to accomplish, maybe even some things you accomplished that you didn't set out to accomplish. And number two, the things that you set out to accomplish that you did not accomplish. So I actually, you know, I have my reflections thing and I actually write down and I'm going to be doing this over the next couple of days and I'm going to reflect on everything that I accomplished in the year. And it was a great year. Uh, for bestseller publishing, it was a, a great year personally uh, for me. Uh, but there's also there's also quite a few things that I did not accomplish that I set out to accomplish, and I am going to write all of those things down: the things that I did accomplish and the things that I didn't. And that's going to lead to step number two. Step number two is to contemplate the present. Contemplate the present. In other words, ask yourself: How do you honestly feel? about these successes and these failures, okay? In some cases, and one of the challenges even with kind of the short-term idea, you know, the one-year goal, uh, is that you can, you can take on too much. I mean, there are, like, like Mark Ford, who I love his goal-setting stuff, and I've learned a great deal from it, he actually talks about, you know, multiple areas of, of goal setting and then setting like six goals in each one of these areas. And so you have a, you have like this page of goals and invariably when you set a large number of goals, you're going to have some goals that are really important to you and you're going to have other goals that quite frankly, eh, it would be nice if you achieved them, but it really isn't something that is like high on your list. And so I'm, I'm going to get, uh, again, in the third step, I'm going to give you kind of how I do it. And of course, it's not like this is the right way. It's just how I do it. And you can do it any way you like. But um, I, I do think that there, there is a real importance for you to take stock of your past year, successes and failures, things that you accomplished and things that you wanted to accomplish and that you didn't. And then step two, take time and really think about those successes and failures. Now, Jim Rohn has this kind of four-step, you know, change your life in a day. Um, and I've, I've taken that and adjusted it into four Ds because I like alliteration. And so my four Ds, when I consider the things that I did not accomplish. Now, let's say that, you know, I have something on my list uh, as, you know, um, entering 2019. I did not accomplish that thing. And then I look at it and I say, ah, it wasn't that big of a deal that I didn't accomplish it. But then there might be something on there that I didn't accomplish and it was a big deal. Like I needed to accomplish that thing. It was important to accomplish that thing. Then if I have something like that, then I'm going to go through kind of these four steps. Uh, and again, I revised it a little bit. It's not exactly how Jim teaches it, but, but the four steps are number one, discussed. And I use four Ds because, again, I like alliteration. Discussed. 
So if this is an important goal to me, and I set out to achieve this goal in January 1st of 2019, and I didn't achieve it, uh, and now I'm looking back in a, at a year that has gone by, and I could have achieved it, and I didn't, and this thing is still really important to me, then you know what? I, I need to really take stock, and, and somewhere down the line, I need to like be disgusted with it. I, there's power in saying, you know what? Enough is enough. There's power in having the, the anger uh, and you know the uh, just grit that says, you know what? I've been putting up with this crap for too long, and you know what? I'm not going to put up with it anymore. You can change your life in a moment when you have a, a disgust, right? A, a, a sense of enough is enough with this thing. Now, you're not going to feel that about everything, and that's totally fine. But the things that are really important to you, you need to have that. That's the first D. The second D is desire. And that is really crafting within you this desire that goes from the disgust that you didn't do it, right, and the, and the anger. Not that leads into this self-pity, right? Self-pity doesn't motivate you to do anything but feel sorry for yourself. No, it's a disgust that leads into this desire, this desire of, you know what, I am going to change this thing. I am going to set up a system around it. I'm going to get help and influence from other people. I'm going to do whatever it takes to change this thing. That then leads to decision. And then last but not least is the final D of determination because you are going to have, you know, peaks and valleys. You are going to have times that you're really successful in that thing and times that you're not, which is totally fine. But it needs to change if it is something that needs to change, right? If it's something that you're serious about. And so on my goal sheet, right, all my reflections, and I haven't done this year yet, I'm going to be doing that today all through the weekend, I'm going to find one or two things that I really needed to accomplish and I didn't accomplish. And you know what? I'm going to go through those four Ds and I'm going to work up some disgust, right, and some anger about that thing. And I'm going to work up from there to the positive motivation of, you know what, this real desire to change this thing that leads to me making a decision to do whatever it takes and then be determined to actually accomplish that thing. So step number two, contemplate the present, is a, a matter of reflecting on what you did achieve and, and celebrating it and feeling great about that, celebrating it with your loved ones and people that are important to you and your spouse or whoever else, your significant other, and then taking those things that, that are important goals, right, that you did not achieve and saying, you know what, uh, this is still important to me, and I am going to work up the four D's here and really make this thing turn around. That then leads to number three, which is kind of where we get into motion on the new year, and that is uh, setting goals or deciding for the future. Step one, reflect. Step two, contemplate. Step three, decide for the future. Now, here's the way I decide goals right now, right? And this may change in the future, but here's how I do it right now, and some of this I've, I've learned from various people uh, this is more a Mark Ford thing. Um, I, I focus on four areas of my life for goal, goals. My health, my wealth, my personal, and my social. Now, there are subcategories within that. So let me tell you what those four things mean to me. Health, for me, is personal health, right? Like my fitness, my weight, um, you know, how I'm eating, my workouts. It's also my spiritual health. And for me, that's a matter of, you know, daily meditation, daily prayer, daily, daily reading the scriptures for me and growing in my spiritual life. 
Uh, and it also means my intellectual health, right? What am I reading? How am I growing? What am I learning? Okay. So that's, that's health for me. Uh, wealth for me is business and finances. And finances are n- not just business finances, but, you know, uh, is my net worth growing? Am I saving for the future? Because I have saving goals, right? Now that I'm in my 50s, I didn't have as many, as many saving goals in my 30s as I have in my 50s, probably like most people. And so I'm, I'm thinking about those things, even though I can't even personally uh, imagine the idea of retirement. I love the stuff that I do, and I'm not looking to retire. But at some point along the line, right, I'm going to want to have, you know, my nest egg and, and all that. So for me, wealth is about my business and about my finances. Personal for me, personal goals for me are uh, things that are of interest to me and to my family. And so for me, a personal goal I always have revolves around golf. I play golf every week. I play 50 to 60 rounds of golf a year. I take two big golf trips with my friends. So I want to maintain a certain handicap. I want to grow in my golf game. There's also things that I want to do from a personal and intellectual and spiritual, you know, trips that I want to take or, um, you know, uh, books that I want to write that aren't directly related to my business. And then last but not least is social. And for me, social is about family and friendships, family and friendships. I have, I have a, an inner circle of, uh, of, of incredible friends that I would take a bullet for and that would take a bullet for me that I have known and that I've had deep friendship with for going on 25 years. These are guys that I play golf with every single week that I go on trips with, our wives, our good friends, uh, people that I go out with every single week. Of course, there's my wife. I've been married 30 years. Uh, It's obviously very, very important for me to grow our relationship, to be close, to have dates uh, every single week, you know, to to be a better husband. And I I, I can still be a poor husband. (laughs) And so I want to do better uh, and I want to grow in that area. So for me, social is about family and friendships. What I do is I don't want to be overwhelmed with a whole sheet of goals personally, because I'm a little bit obsessive compulsive, uh, honestly, and also ADD. So I focus on something and then I got a hundred squirrels running around that take my attention. So I need, what I try to do is about two goals per area. Now, sometimes I squeeze in another goal or even four goals, right? If I have a, a specific area, maybe like health, for example, but typically two goals per area, because this is something that I really want to focus on. I really want to build a system around, right? And I really want to grow in. So I'm, I'm taking time and I'm setting these goals. And here's how I'm personally setting goals in each of these four areas. So we start with the four areas, two or so goals per area. And then here's what I'm doing. Number one, I want to pick what the goal is. And I want to think about why that is important to me. So for a long time, as an example, for a long time in the health area, I've worked out, you know, I've lifted weights. I love lifting weights. I'm not the biggest guy in the world, but I just love the feeling of growing in that area. And obviously, as you get older, it's important to maintain muscle mass because you lose testosterone, you lose muscle naturally. I've been working out since I'm a kid, since I'm, you know, 11 or 12 years old and, and banging iron. So, so for me, um, you know, I wanted to build a system. I, I had a, a personal trainer. Some of you have met my personal trainer, Ron, because he became a client of mine and I helped him to really grow his business so much so that his schedule became really busy and, 
and he only wanted to work out with me in the afternoon and that just didn't work for me. And so we would work out three times a week, but sometimes I'd skip one or two of those and it was like, ah, this just doesn't work. So I needed to build a system around consistently working out and, and doing it here at home. So I built a system around this important goal that I've had with working out. So for the last like two years, I work out five to six times every single week. Even when I travel, I work out in the hotel or I do push-ups and sit-ups or whatever if they don't have a gym, which is almost never. But I, I don't miss. You can ask my wife about that, my friends. I don't miss. I love it. However, I have had a goal for years to get back into the 160s because, you know, I'm, I'm not a tall guy. I'm five foot eight. Uh, my frame isn't super huge, and it's not like I was super overweight, but, you know, carrying an extra 15 pounds or so, uh, it was significant. But you know what? I, I, I love to eat, and I love to go out with my wife, and I love to go out with my friends, and I love to have an old-fashioned and all, right, all those things. What I needed to do was, you know, I, I, so I've written down, get to 169 in my goal book for like every year for the last decade, and I never did it. I haven't been in the 160s in, you know, going on probably 17, 18 years. Well, this year was the first time, and, and uh, I think I talked about it on a BSPU call, but it's the first time in 16, 17 years that I, I got back into the 160s. And I did it because, number one, the goal continued to be important to me, but I used those four Ds. And I also had to add a couple of other elements in it. So if you have... My, my point in sharing all this is if you have something that you've been trying to achieve for a long time and haven't been able to achieve, then you might have to add some extra like reserve power to actually achieve that goal. So what was the reserve power for me? Well, number one, it was educating myself on the kind of diet that I needed to maintain that would work for me and my body and my lifestyle to actually get down into the 160s. So I like dove into YouTube. I dove into HIT training, right? High intensity interval training. I dove into learning intermittent fasting, right? These are things that I knew nothing about a year ago, nothing at all. But I dove into that stuff because I really wanted to learn and I really wanted to find like a system that would work for me to finally get this weight off and to, and to feel really, really great, especially as, as I age. The second thing that I had to do, but besides educate myself, is I needed to pull in other people. And one of the big changes that we made is my wife and I decided to do some stuff together, right, and have that power of, of unity. But also there was another couple that are really good friends of ours, and, and he's actually a, a client of, of BSP as well. And they agreed to uh, do keto and do some intermittent fasting with us. And I tell you what, that was a real game changer because now I had somebody that was important to me that I was accountable to. And you know, everything from the competitive juices to just the sense of not wanting to let someone down really motivated me to go after it for the first time, like, and, and be educated with, like, the information that I needed. So, for the first time, you know, in, in more than a decade of writing down every year that I want to get in the 160s, I can write down that I achieved that because I needed some extra power to actually overcome the challenges that I had. So you're going to pick a goal, you're going to decide if that goal is important to you, and if it's something that you haven't achieved and been wanting to for a long time, you're going to find ways to educate yourself, to pull in other people to really help you, uh, and then you're going to pick a date in the future that you're going to achieve that goal. Now, the date might be, you know, for me, the date was by my birthday. 
uh, December 16th. And I know I gave myself the whole year to do it, but I had failed so many times, right? I was like, I need some extra time. And literally on my birthday, even after like all the stuff that I did, I had two weeks of travel before that was in Hawaii, was in Mexico and, and I achieved it. So you need to pick a date. And you need to work backwards. Now, I, I didn't do a great job with working backwards, but I did do a good enough job in the other areas of educating myself and, and pulling people in. But you need to, if it's something that is, is only going to be achieved because of incre incremental steps that you take, like the writing of a book, right, or launching of a funnel or growing your business in some way, then you have to work yourself backwards from the date of the achievement of that goal and you have to really determine monthly, weekly, and then even daily tasks that you're going to do to achieve it, right? So for me, again, with the weight loss thing, it was more about the daily task of removing from my diet certain foods. And yet, at times, I wanted those foods. So I had times where I binged on pizza, or I had times where I went out with my friends and I had old fashions and I enjoyed all that stuff. But then what I did is I added intermittent fasting the next day. In other words, I would, I would fast for a full 24-hour period. So like tonight, we're going out, we're going we're gonna to eat, we're going to enjoy, we're going to have drinks, we're going to do all of that stuff. But I will, I will skip breakfast. I, I don't ever eat breakfast anyway. I just do bulletproof coffee. But I'll skip lunch as well tomorrow, and I won't eat again until dinner. And that works really well for me because I keep myself busy, and I don't even get hungry. I'll have a cup of coffee or something like that during the day. So I had to figure out what I was going to do on a daily basis to get down to the weight that I wanted and then to maintain and, and even further my goal there. You're going to have to do the exact same thing as well. So again, the three key steps are reflect on the past year, what you accomplished, what you didn't. Number two, contemplate the present, meaning, you know, celebrate the things you accomplished, but also, you know, decide, I didn't accomplish this thing. Is this thing important to me or not? If it's important to you, then, then go to those four Ds, right? Discuss, desire, decision, and determination, uh, and, and really get on it, right? Then uh, decide your goals. Uh, I do it in four areas, health, wealth, personal, and social. Pick a goal, pick a date, get extra power if you need it. In, in other words, educate yourself, pull in other people, whatever it takes to achieve that. And then you'll look back at the end of the year and even before the end of the year, and you'll feel uh, an incredible sense of satisfaction and success. Now, one last thing I'll share, and then I'll open it up to any questions that you guys have. One last thing that I'll share, going back to the way I started and talking about Scott Al Adams of, of Dilbert, is the, the key, and the thing that I really enjoy personally is, you know, I, I like discipline, and I like having a life that is ordered. This is me. Now, not everybody is, is like that, but to achieve the goals that you want to achieve, and, you know, you're not a... A, a, a done-for-you client uh, unless you're already successful in many, many areas in your life. But that doesn't mean that you're where you want to be, right? None of us are. And so to achieve the goals that you want to achieve, you're going to have to have some kind of system in place to, to do that, right? You're not going to achieve it just by, you know, writing down a, a few goals and, you know, putting a piece of paper in your wallet and then hoping that it's going to, to happen. No, uh, it works better, in my opinion, to adhere to some of the things that Scott Adams teaches about it, which is really instead of thinking about the goal itself, think about the system that you have to have in place to accomplish that goal. For me, 
it, you know, whether it's fitness or whether it's writing my next book or whatever, for me, it's, it's a matter of having uh, a, a real, you know, systemic process where every single day, this is what I do. And it doesn't need to take a lot of time, but if I have my thing, then I feel a sense of satisfaction and success, even though I haven't reached that goal because I adhere to the system today. And I got one step closer to achieving that thing because I did what I said I would do. It also really builds like your character muscles. You know what I mean? Your, your discipline and your character muscles. So anything is achievable when you have the discipline and the character and the system to go along with it. Anyway, that's all I have to share with you. It actually, it was kind of longish. I didn't mean for it to be this long. I hope this is helpful for you. This is stuff, I mean, this is my, you know, I, I like, mark these and this is the stuff that I write down and you know this is this is like this is like here's my my list for last year and there was stuff that I crossed out because I made this long list and then I'm you know this is too generic and then you know it's like it, none of this is is about perfection it's about taking action moving in a direction and uh and and feeling satisfied with the kind of person you're becoming because of the achievement of your goals. So I hope this is helpful for you. Again, thank you for your trust in me and in bestseller publishing. And it's an honor to work with you and uh, to see your books done and to see you on TV and radio and media and, and becoming bestsellers and, and then using your books to accomplish amazing things. Hey, thanks for listening in on the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute and like and subscribe to the podcast because every week I bring you either great guests or great teaching to help you to grow your income and your impact with a best-selling book. And if you're interested in having your own best-selling book, check out my short video which explains our trademark process at beginmybook.com.